What's up guys and welcome to Stock Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian financial markets are moving and my opinion and my views and my analysis on how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades and the lessons that I learned during my trading for the day. So I'm glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 236. Today we're going to talk about my trades on Friday, my analysis for the week and a lot more. So make sure that you're listening to this episode at a speed you're comfortable at and let's get started. I really wanted to publish this episode yesterday, but unfortunately, tech was just not permitting me. I was doing a lot of uh, weird stuff with my phone and uh, you know that, that took a long time. And then my laptop, even right now, it's actually lagging like a real, real annoying POS. But I'm hoping that this episode goes through smoothly. Anyway, though, moving to Friday. Now, the gap down opening meant that the momentum slowed down by quite a lot. In fact, if you look at uh, Nifty and Bank Nifty, well, especially Bank Nifty, because that's what I was looking at. Nifty, I'm also assuming something similar. The RSI went from above 60 to under 40, which is clearly not a good sign. It shows that momentum was down again, as I said. And this rather sudden fall in momentum and obviously prices was probably because of the restrained FI buying. Now, if we look at the FIDI data, it's loading right now. My laptop is extremely slow, as I said. But the FIDI data just does not show us a lot of confidence. 409 crores of buying for the FIs and 1,000 crores of selling by the DIs. So clearly one of the first net selling days I think that we've seen in the past week. So that is of course uh, you know reflected on the prices as well because the broad market indices are almost all negative. And uh, you know of course there's just one pretty much even the sectoral indices are all negative. I don't have the screen in front of me. I don't even have the talking points in front of me right now because it's just not loading. But I do remember that except for IT, which was up, I think most other uh, sectors were also performing very poorly. I think the worst performers were metal, banking and financial services. And and which one was it? If I, media. So these, these three were the worst performing sectors. Again, IT was the only one which still performed okay-ish. And, you know, while the broad market indices do look flat, if you look at them, they are all, I think, within 1% in the in the red. Most of them are, I think, you know, even less than that. I think the reason for this is because intraday, they must have been a lot more negative. But then when, when you know, the prices actually started increasing, when we saw that possible short covering happening, that is when they would have corrected, you know, not corrected, recovered quite a bit. Because at least for Bank Nifty, I remember that intraday it was down by I think around three percent or so. So that's obviously quite a massive, uh, you know, massive uh, negative thing. But right now EOD we're looking at it being one point eight three percent down. So clearly a, a very, a very massive difference in that way. Now coming to the reason why I think uh, you know the FIs might not have been that active on Friday. Firstly, it's Friday. I think I've I've noticed that a lot of people aren't aren't really having that confidence to carry over their position for two days, especially because we are, you know, amidst the, the entire earnings earnings uh, season and all those things. Plus, the market in general is right at resistance. 
So perhaps all of those things combined might have been the reason why the FIs were just not, uh, you know, having enough conviction to buy a lot on Friday. Uh, of course, that might be one of the many reasons, but this is probably the one that I can think of the most. Talking about what really made Nifty hold its ground, I think Nifty was possibly one of the most, uh, one of one of the more stronger indices on the market today, or rather on Friday. 11,194 was its closing down, just 21 points, which is a good thing. Honestly, it could have been down much more, but thanks to Reliance and a few IT stocks, even Indusin Bank to some extent, even Sun Pharma to some extent, but the real heavyweights here are Reliance, Infosys, and uh, a couple of other IT stocks. So those were the ones that I think really managed to hold Nifty up to, you know, up at the level where it is right now. And did not really let it slip further because, of course, if we look at the intraday charts, which we will in a bit, uh, that really was the case. And coming to the global equity markets, they are once again all down. I think, you know, they really are losing steam at this point. We discussed earlier, I think earlier this week or possibly on Wednesday's episode or so, that the, the extent to their positivity is slowly reducing. Let's say they were up 1%, then they became up 0.7 then 0.5 then 0.2 and now we are seeing them being negative so i think that that just might be the global equity markets losing steam of course there's it is in all likelihood you know a routine profit booking thing followed by a minor retracement which is always the case and you know slightly out of context but a lot of people ask and a lot of people talk about whether this is a peak or whether this is not a peak it's a bit hard to say because we never really know if it's a peak until it's already at the bottom. And the same exact thing was the case when the market had made a bottom at 7511, I think, uh, because many, including myself, were unsure if it is really a bottom. And, you know, it is only when the markets really crossed that 9K barrier or 9.8K barrier and such is when we really started to get that confidence that, hey, we are probably not going to see 7.5K levels anytime soon once again. So that is, of course, only when the market had already gone up by around 2,000 points at a lower level. So right now, saying whether if it's a peak or not is a bit far-fetched, honestly, to me. And it's also not a very relevant question. What, uh, you know, the market is not going to fall 2,000 points or 4,000 points in one day. Hopefully not. So there really isn't a lot of uh, sense in sense in speculating these things. If you've got holdings, if you've got you know, a lot of stocks in your portfolio or, you know, the volume is high or the value is high, then of course you can look at the individual stock's performance and then decide accordingly. But apart from that, it really doesn't matter. Whatever happens, happens. Uh, it's best to look at it intraday unless you've got position swing or something, then it's a different thing. But anyway, that, that little mini digression apart, Crude and USD INR are both mildly in the green. Gold prices continue to increase. So it's pretty crazy. I think a couple of months ago when I'd done my live Q&A on Instagram at Markets with KR, by the way, in case you're wondering, one of my friends, Paresh, had asked me if gold is a good investment avenue. I'd said that, hey, I really don't know a lot about gold, but I said that it's possibly likely that uh, it might retrace for a bit because that's just normal profit booking. And it did, but really not by a lot. It's just very minor retracement. And after that, it has been on a gaining spree. I think it's 10,000 points or rather 10,000 rupees more than uh, the last level that I had spoken about it. So it's been a crazy, crazy ride for gold. But anyway, 
it's time to move to the indices now. Coming to the indices, the OI analysis shows us some crazy short covering at the end of Friday at lower strike call options. I'm assuming that a lot of people might have entered into either, you know, very, very nice spreads or some, of course, might have done a lot of naked call shorting as well at lower levels. Uh, because, of course, lower levels ITM calls give you a much higher premium than OTM ones or ATM ones. But we can see a very clear short covering happening. Initially, when the markets opened, we can see that there was immense call shorting at that price because there was a surge in OI followed by a surge in, rather not followed by, but uh, a surge in OI plus a surge, uh, a reduce, you know, a fall in prices. But uh, towards the end of the day, it completely reversed. We saw a increase in prices and a, re and a decrease in OI. So, of course, that means that a lot of people might have exited their position, possibly because they were not convinced that Nifty would come back to lower levels. And of course, that's a, that's a, that's a possibility. And talking about Nifty, on the daily time frame, it looks like it's stuck within a new range of 11,240 and 11,056. And, uh, you know, the RSI remains fairly strong. It's not too bad. So I don't think it's losing steam overall. I think even if it does turn back from 11,240, 11,270, approximately that range, then it might just take support and then it might continue its journey up. But I don't think that it's particularly bearish at this stage. The weekly time frame is even more interesting, honestly, because it has made some really, really positive, good moves. And if we look at uh, the line chart, then it's been a very, very steep increase, very, very steep, uh, you know, recovery that Nifty has seen. Of course, not as steep as uh, as the fall, but that's never really the case. A proper V-shaped recovery is really more of a uh, more of a utopian concept, I'd say. But this is as close to it as we could possibly get, we could feasibly get. And uh, overall, it does look good, but there are a couple of negative things. The very first one being that it faces RSI resistance, RSI 60 resistance at this point. And this is right at a previous CIP. So those things are really not too favorable, especially if you're looking at Nifty from a swing point of view. Intraday though, as long as it breaches that range on the upside, it should be fine. Uh, not intraday, but on the daily time frame. Talking about intraday though, they were all right. We could see a very clear sign of bearish bias, I think around the first half of the day, after which it consolidated almost, you know, it, it was within, I think, a few point range for a good hour or two. And after that, it managed to just surge up. Now, the thing is, Bank Nifty looks almost exactly the same, not just on, on the intraday time frame, but also on the daily and weekly where we're seeing slightly mixed things on the daily time frame. It's showing, you know, lower highs and lower lows on the weekly time frame. It's showing us higher highs and higher lows. So overall, it is mixed similar to what Nifty is. But their similarities really come into picture when you talk about the intraday charts. Because very similarly to Nifty, as I said, it, it sort of showed some very strong bearish bias at the start and then sort of flattened out and then uh, continued its journey upwards which could have been a lot of uh, short covering as well, not, not necessarily new longs being initiated. So because of that, I think, uh, you know, the option, option buyers, unless you had a really, really nice timing, it would have been a really hard day and one filled with rather unpleasant moves because, of course, when the prices go down that drastically, you have, uh, you have to, you know, suffer from premium decay and such as well. And unless you were really, really patient with 
the trades in general or if you had a very wide stop loss then it would have really not uh, been possible to make the most of what we saw on friday unless of course your timing was spot on which is which it rarely is so that's my take on what happened on friday coming to what might happen um what might happen on in this coming week i think i skipped the ui analysis i i can't quite remember i just talked about the call shorting and then i pretty much went over it but that's fine we'll come to it ui analysis shows us crazy crazy short covering at lower strike call options which is what i already said and the range seems to be slated between 11 to 11.5k for nifty at least for now and the thing is the most interesting thing i feel is that there's massive oi at every psychological level in fact the volumes in general this time are far higher than what was the case uh, in the last 3 or 4 weeks which is a very very interesting thing as i said and it may just mean that we see more active movements this coming week and of course we might see some reversals and such happening because there there's just you know so much uh so much volumes at these higher strikes and at these psychological strikes so that's my take on the analysis time to move to my trades despite a late entry i was able to capture a fair chunk of the move on reliance which is a good thing and uh, you know i was seeing i was seeing good returns so i just booked the position did not really think about it a lot and let my holdings trail speaking of my reliance holdings i exited my half quantity and uh, it might be more of a contra decision but it's it's purely to secure my profits the 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 you know the place at which reliance is at right now it it's it just seems to me that it's best to best to bank my profits and secure them and let half my position run i got a really nice 13% roi so it's not like i exited that early especially when you consider that this is in like one week so all things considered it's a good thing uh but also it's more of a risk management perspective because if reliance does not really do well because the results are coming up on 30th then of course i have uh, i have like at least this profit bank so that's my take on that and in hindsight you know in my intraday moves if i had reentered reliance then i would have made several times the gain that i did uh, and you know honestly that that amount would have been almost equal to i think my uh, my swing reliance position which is which is of course a very decent thing but i wanted to exercise extreme discipline and a very system based approach so i refrained from uh, a lot of reentries and such and while i'm not really happy with the decision from a pnl point of view i'm very happy with the decision from a psychology and discipline point of view because that is one area where i've struggled a lot and uh, of course it, this this little thing does not solve those issues at all it's just more of a more of an incremental thing but i'm sure that will happen uh, with time but uh, i mean it's it was it was quite interesting to see that i i just i sat put let 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 whatever the whatever was happening in the markets happen and i was just there sitting and enjoying with my profits but that's fine now this coming week is a new week of course and i will try to be more aggressive and you know more more uh, more risky if my risk appetite allows me and hopefully it'll it'll give me a slightly different experience to what last week was of course the price movements might also be different this this coming week so that might influence my decision as well but this is what i'm thinking about right now coming to my swing positions once again dmart is down but that's fine it's probably just in a gap filling mood perhaps 
and i just thought i'd mention that because demont of course 3% negative on friday i was actually i was actually kind of bummed to see that but then uh, demont is always been that stock that you have to have that patience with it and 2k levels are right here so might as well wait for them talking about the lessons that i learned on friday of course two first is do not short on ath this is not something that i that i did on friday but this is definitely something that i've done in the past and looking at reliance i was reminded of the times that i shorted at ath and it's bitten me in the rear so when i was checking out the market depth intraday it was rather interesting because uh, you know you could see just how the sellers were forced to exit their shorts by tremendous buying pressure and as a result of course stop loss hunting happening like crazy and uh, you know when the big move would have happened it would have been just been wiped out so glad that i wasn't that there on that side at least this time uh, so that's again a very important point to note and another lesson is to enter very mechanically if the low is held i did not but if i had i would have gotten around 2.5 times the returns that i did and uh, that's because the very first candle in fact i think after the first couple of minutes reliance just surged i think 20 to 30 points which is just crazy which it, it it honestly blew my mind and after that i was hesitant for a bit to re-enter but then i did keeping the pivot point as my stop loss and because the buyers and the sellers were very favorable in terms of the ratio so that was my trade that were, those were my two lessons for the day again one lesson was uh, was more of a was more of a reminiscence rather than a lesson just looking at uh, looking back at how i used to trade and the, then the other lesson was based on my friday's experience so i hope you found this episode helpful and informative i think this has been a bit of a longer one and typically on weekdays on and on monday the episodes tend to be a bit dry i don't know why or perhaps it's because i'm doing this after a couple of days but then uh, that's fine so yeah anyway uh, if you've got any questions feedback anything else at markets with kr on twitter at stock markets with kr on instagram let me know that's it for this one happy trading this coming week Thank you.